Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey guys, and welcome to Paranormal Thoughts Podcast, and as always, thanks for joining me. In today's episode, we are touching on the men in black. What are the men in black? What have they been known to do? Where have people seen them? Uh, What's the reports on them? And sort of my thoughts on it, and uh, it gets pretty pretty bizarre, I must say. Um, It's really the last sort of week or however long has sort of really opened my eyes to how broad this topic is. But before we get to there, uh, just a bit of housekeeping as always. If you enjoy this episode or any of our previous episodes, please feel free to subscribe to the podcast, leave a review. Uh, if you're on uh, Apple, uh, we're on every podcast hosting site. So depending on where you like to listen to your podcasts, grab us there. We are on Facebook and Instagram. So go give us a like, go give us a follow. There's uh, always a little bit of bonus content you'll get from there. Our blog with all the links to any research, uh, any sort of notes I want to chuck up, videos, photos uh, from each episode is paranormalthoughtspodcast.wordpress.com. And a big one that I've been uh, really excited to announce is that we have merch. So if you want a Paranormal Thoughts Podcast shirt, you can get one right now. There'll be a description in the link there'll be a description in the podcast bio but if you go to teespring.com and type in paranormal thoughts podcast you'll find it there Uh, i'm really proud of uh this shirt the current shirt that's up on there uh, i'll give you a bit of description if you so like uh it's a black shirt the front of it has a tombstone with um paranormal thoughts podcast then on the back we have our ufo which is the logo of the podcast with uh, paranormal thoughts podcast um underneath it as well so it's a really sick shirt I sort of designed it to be um, sort of like tattoo flash kind of uh, culture so very um, very what I'm sort of into I sort of designed a shirt that I'd want to wear and hopefully some of you guys will want to wear them Uh, I've already done a first batch and we like sold um, as many as I was sort of hoping to so uh, now that I get to sort of promote it here hopefully you guys wouldn't mind going and checking them out I will say too all the proceeds are all the, any money I make off it is going straight to Make-A-Wish Foundation. So I'm not making any money off these at all. I'm literally just doing it so you guys can have some cool merch. Um, and if you do pick up a shirt, let me know. Like tag us on Instagram or whatever. Wear the shirt if you're going to be uh, anywhere of some high profile kind of situations. That'd be sick. Um, it's really going to help, I think, spread the word of the podcast. 
uh, I think that's about it. And we can probably get into the episode now. But um, thank you so much for listening, guys. Um, you're the reason I do this. I'm really appreciative. So onto the Men in Black. Where do I even start with this topic? It's so... It's become such a well-known thing, you know. I was just talking to um, someone I work with and I mentioned I was going to be doing a podcast on the Men in Black and he was kind of like, what's that? It's like, oh, well, you know, you, well, you must have seen like the Men in Black films. He's like, oh, yeah, 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 for sure. I was like, well, that's that's kind of what it is, you know, what Will Smith, that those Will Smith films are kind of based, you know, along the lines of uh, that government secrecy, uh, silencing people who have seen unexplained events. So I think a lot of people outside of, you know, the people who would listen to this podcast are pretty familiar with what the Men in Black are because it has become quite known in uh, today's culture, which is kind of um, interesting too when I started to do some reading into the Men in Black, sort of seeing where that originally came from. Um, And it sort of does stem from the very first reports back in the 40s uh, you know, up until today, really. But it's it's a really weird topic, I think, the Men in Black, because it is so broad, you know. it's It comes down, to, you can sort of summarise it in like two very neatly put together sentences, you know, um, very strange looking men in black suits, uh, sunglasses, hats, you know, like fedora type hat, driving a um, either like a Chevy Impala or um, Cadillac type car sort of very outdated, who will kind of get people when they're vulnerable and uh, sort of back them into a corner and tell them that what they've seen or what they're talking about, what they're researching to pretty much forget about it. Um, and that's sort of the general idea. But then there's so many little details that that sort of really throw spanners in the works, I think, from either them being quite human um, to even them being believed to be corpses that you know potentially they've actually dead people who are now alive to them being extraterrestrials uh to them just being god knows what so when you have all these factors it's really hard to sort of pinpoint exactly what it is that the men in black are one thing i know for sure is that there has been at least because some people come straight up and say it's a hoax right um because there are cases where it's believed to have been hoaxes, and that makes sense, fair enough. But I think there's been that many reports from that many different people that there's something to this. And obviously it makes it it makes it a bit trickier too, because when you have all these little things of some of them don't appear to have any hair whatsoever, or even lips or noses, you know, all these weird all these weird little details. And then others, you know, it's just sounding like they're just government men you know, where do you sort of draw the line of like, this is what this is? Because I don't think it's that simple when you start to actually look into it. I don't think it is this black, excuse the pun, but it's not this black and white type situation that's going on. It's very diverse. And I think there could be signs of them actually being a government body, um, some sort of shadow government. Then there could be other stems of it where it's actually a little higher up once again, extraterrestrial potentially, And then, you know, there's obviously a bit of an unknown, I think, amongst all that as well. So one of the earliest Men of Black reports comes from 1947. And it starts with Harold Dahl, who was on a conversion mission in the eastern shores of Washington. He saw what appeared to be six donut-shaped craft in the sky. He claims they were hovering about a mile and a half above his boat. 
After watching the craft, apparently one of them actually fell 1,500 feet to the earth. And from this, there was a lot of debris, a lot of metallic debris. And um, Harold Dahl had his son and actually a dog with him on the boat. And some of the debris hit his son in the arm. His dog was also struck with some of the debris and actually killed the dog. Dahl also managed to take some photographs of the aircraft on his camera, which is interesting because uh, it's also in the report that he showed his supervisor later on um, to, I guess, explain this is what happened on this night. And his supervisor was um, a massive skeptic, but then his supervisor actually went and saw the aircraft with his own eyes as well uh, at a later time when he went out to check it out. So obviously what we have here is a bit of a strange uh, UFO sighting because there has been some form of debris that um, has actually struck a dog and um, Harold Dahl's son. Uh, and then the following morning, Dahl was visited by a man in a black suit. I uh, believe that it was in a diner that uh, the confrontation happened. And that's a, that's a bit of a weird thing because it seems like these accounts will happen when there is no one else around. So maybe the men in black will come to someone's house or will be very, very rarely anywhere very public. But in this case, it was in a diner. The man was actually able to recount perfectly the events what happened as if he was there with Dahl that night on the boat. This is a quote from Dahl about what the man said. What I have said is proof to you that I know a great deal more about this experience of yours than what you want to believe. He was obviously told to be silent about the experience. Don't say anything. Bad things will happen. It's always a bit of a threat. So it's believed that this account was the catalyst from what we know today of the Men in Black. This is where it all started from. So over the years, people have believed to have captured the Men in Black on film. One of those times goes back to 1968 in Jersey City in America. A UFO researcher named Jack Robinson and his wife, Mary, began to notice some strange happenings around their house. They would come home and as if the house was ransacked. I suppose you can imagine if you had come home and there had been a robbery, you know, there's drawers open, people have clearly gone through your things, but nothing seemed to have been taken. It just seemed like someone had been in the house looking for something. It's worth mentioning that their UFO research seemed to be the target of these home invasions. It's interesting too because there doesn't seem to be any sign of any forced entry or burglary. So either someone had access to the house from some other way or maybe something a little more sinister at our hand that someone is able to access um, someone's home without the traditional way of using a key or what have you. So Jack Robinson's wife Mary started to see a particular stranger dressed in all black. This stranger would lurk around their apartment area and was seen on regular occasions, so night after night. The couple told one of their friends, Tim Green Beckley, about what was going on. And Tim actually managed to capture what they believed to have been the man who was stalking them on film. A man in a black suit, black fedora-like hat, uh, hiding around a corner in, uh, in the street. So obviously hard to say if this is actually potentially the man they were seeing, or even if the man they were seeing has anything to do with that men in black type um, profile. Uh, because it is so, I suppose seeing someone in a complete black suit in the street uh, on film doesn't really, it's not kind of enough evidence, but put it together with that story, it seems all very, uh, bit of a coincidence there, doesn't it? Uh, another case was uh, a hotel manager in Canada who was visited by two men in black. Uh, he actually wasn't on uh, his shift that day, so when he came into work the following day, some of the hotel staff pulled him aside and told them about the weird visitation from the day before. That these two men who dressed in all black, um, 
they were reported to actually look like twins as well, which uh, is another interesting little tidbit that uh, seems to come up every now and again. The hotel manager was a bit uh, disturbed to hear what had actually gone on. I uh, had no idea what that could have had to do with him, you know, why are these two men sort of causing a bit of a scene, freaking everyone out, uh, what what do they even want, you know? Like, I won't even answer my phone if uh, I have an unknown number. So could you imagine two people you don't know coming into your workplace wanting to see you? would be like, fuck off, nah, I don't want anything to do with that. So apparently the two men were asking questions to the staff and the staff are really confused about what's going on, but they kind of relayed the message back that they were talking about governments and conspiracies and they're like, they didn't see the clear uh, correlation between what that has to do and their manager. When you read the report, it goes on to say that they had no eyebrows, no eyelashes, no hair whatsoever. They were both the same height. Um, Their skin colour seemed really odd. Um, So maybe very pale in colour or almost maybe like a blue, um, maybe because they're not living, you know, that kind of uh, whole theory. But um, they actually went back and checked the security camera footage and um, this is the only kind of footage we have of, uh, I suppose, reported men in black. Um, and it's it's pretty, pretty brief and it's literally just two men in uh, black hats, black suits, uh, walking through a hotel lobby. Quite some time ago, uh, when I first started this podcast, I did an interview. The very first interview with an abductee was with a man named Reverend James Jones. And I spoke to the Rev for quite a while uh, about his experiences. And he's a very open-minded man, um, for someone with a religious background as well, like no offense to anyone, but he was very open-minded to um, all the paranormal topics we're talking about. And as we were talking, he actually uh, mentioned that he had had a Men in Black encounter. And I'm going to replay a bit of that audio. Sometimes when I do these long format interviews, uh, there's so much information that you almost just, your mind just skips over things. But when when I was editing the episode, I couldn't believe what he was telling me, to be honest. It was insane. And so it wouldn't have been until about four years ago, I had a blog and I got an email from these people, citizens hearings on disclosure, and were asking me if I'd help them, that that people don't read the mainstream media anymore. They'd rather, you know, read blogs. And so once I started watching the citizens hearings on disclosure, I was just blown away. So I created a a wiki page and just started collecting uh, videos of UFOs that I thought were, you know, probably closest uh, to real, you know, wasn't something fake, and created just a cheesy-ass little UFO wiki page. I'm coming home from work one day. My co-partner's riding with me. His wife's waiting to pick him up in front of my house. And a gray Impala passes by about a block before my driveway, pulls over, and as I go by, the man holds up a camera and takes a picture of me. As we pass by, it's government exempt plates, and he just drives on off. We pull in the driveway. My co-worker's wife gets out and says, did that man just take your picture? <laughs> okay, that's what I thought just happened as well, you know. My wife, uh, we're written a place, and it's for sale. The people that own it have it for sale. So we're moving. We've already rented someplace else, but my wife's in the garage just boxing up things, getting ready to move. Two men, black, 
uniforms, white shirts, black ties, black fedoras, come walking up into the garage and ask her if we have a room for rent. And there's a for sale sign, and the for sale sign's actually saying that the contract's closed. It's been sold. And she's or it, she's like, no, uh, the place is for sale. And they ask her, is this the Jones place? And she's like, yes, it is. You know, can I help you? And they were like, can we, would you mind if we look around? Well, that morning before I went to work, I'd left a, a picture from NASA of the moon Io. It was a large, high-definition picture. And I left it open because uh, my coworker, we were sharing a ride together. When he showed up, I wanted to show him the image because it's, if you've ever seen a full picture of the planet Io, the moon Io, it's all yellow and has green and black circles in it. That was the only thing they were interested in. But when I got home, my wife was in tears. And it's because uh, both of the men look like me and my older brother, except when I was about 25 years old. And she thought it was us. And it just, it, it kind of, it freaked her out for a while, you know, for several days. And I don't know what that means either, Dylan. So as you just heard there, uh, Reverend James Jones's wife was the one who had the encounter with the two strange men. Well, the thing that stood out to me from that report was that they apparently looked like the Reverend and his brother when they were 25. Um, and that's, I've heard other reports similar to that where the men who visit people seem to have a really strange appearance uh, that they either look too similar or even to the fact that they look like people that you already know, which is just insane, isn't it? Like to think about how deep does this actually go? You know, um, there's so many different levels, I think, uh, of this phenomenon. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. When it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. 
For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com. Another interesting report uh, from the 50s was by Dr. Albert K. Bender, who actually founded the International Flying Saucer Bureau. Bender was about to release some evidence relating to the U.S. government covering up the proof of UFOs. Before he was able to publish his work, though, he was visited by three men in black who told him to not put out any of his work. Bender was actually quite affected by this, and it was believed that he was never quite the same afterwards. All his work after that was quite all over the place, didn't really make a ton of sense. He lived his life with a lot of anxiety until he died in 2002. So quite sad there, but he actually, um, there's a famous picture of him standing next to a portrait of one of the men he saw that day. A lot of these cases start to blend together though, don't they? People who know something or have seen something, obviously, um, but it's just those little differences. Another great case is the Solway Thurf spaceman photo. This is when Jim Templeton took a photo of his daughter, and in the background there was this strange-looking spaceman, as they've now called it, uh, where it does kind of look like, I guess, what an astronaut would almost look like. But the interesting thing was that um, Templeton claims that there was nothing behind his daughter when he snapped the photo, and it was only when the photo was developed that there was something in the background. Uh, and there's, it always goes that uh, Kodak uh, at the time verified that the picture was authentic, that it hadn't been uh, doctored or anything at that time. So not long after the photo was taken, he was visited by two government agents. And this is interesting because they referred to each other as number nine and number 10. They asked to see the photo. When they were questioning Templeton about the photo, he kind of just came forward and said, look, I didn't see anything when I took the photo. It was just when uh, the photos were developed. And they became quite frustrated about it and... Uh, left then and there and he never saw them again. This is where an interesting twist kind of comes in that sort of moves away from the men in black. But um, apparently Templeton was contacted by two employees at a missile launch base uh, here in Australia. And uh, when they saw the photo, they claimed to have seen two figures that uh, resembled uh, the spaceman in the background of that photo on some of the launch pad security footage. Apparently the missiles that were being used in Australia at that time were produced only 20 miles from where Templeton took that photo of his daughter. So a really weird kind of coincidence there. Um, but I think it's, it's worth uh, mentioning anyway. It's not a famous picture of the men in black, but it, uh, it's a famous picture relating to the men in black. Heaps of accounts from all different types of people. I think if you're really interested in this topic, definitely do some of your own reading, some of your own research, because I definitely think there is more to this than base level uh, how it kind of just how it comes across I think I've only just kind of started scraping the surface but once again I think to really get your head around some of the stuff you really have to start researching you have to really start shifting through all these different accounts because they do start to become much the same obviously it's kind of like when you start really looking into um, UFO sightings or Bigfoot sightings you know Often, often or not, they're pretty all similar, okay? So then you got to actually find the smaller similarities within that, you know, where all the sightings were uh, happening, where all the accounts were taking place. Um, how long after the events were these um, men coming out and uh, finding you? Was it the next day? Was it the next week? Was it not even after necessarily the event had taken place, but after you had started talking uh, maybe to media or to other people about what was going on. Because I think that's always interesting when uh, you come across the cases where no one has been vocal about it, but they know, they've know they known that something's gone on. 
when I started doing a lot of research uh, into this, a lot of people come to the conclusion that it's all a hoax, which is, um, I definitely think some of it could come down to that, but I think it's a pretty elaborate hoax. Um, maybe at one stage where it became quite popular, uh, it would have been quite a thing, but um, more so in recent times, I wouldn't think of it being a popular thing to do. And it still doesn't, uh, it still doesn't, it doesn't answer all the reports or everyone's men in black sightings. So as you just heard then, uh, I've spoken to someone who told me that his wife had seen um, these people, had encountered these men in black, you know. So it's definitely regular people who are somehow maybe wrapped up in uh, this weird field of the paranormal, you know, who um, need to be silenced. But I think too... Feel free if anyone knows more about this than I do uh, to sort of correct me, but I think there's definitely been a decline in these reports from what I can see. Uh, and I guess because everyone has information now, everyone has a way to get information, everyone has a way to put information out there, and we, we all can't be silenced, you know. And I think, too, today's, uh, in today's age, and I guess it's always been like that for the last 50, 60 years, disclosure where we're getting closer and closer to disclosure. Uh, misinformation is probably the biggest thing out there at the moment, you know. Um, like us talking about this on the podcast right now brings more attention to it, but at the same time it kind of damages the whole concept because it's easier to stumble across this and go, oh, that's bullshit. Like look at all these fucking people who believe in this, you know. So I think it, today it doesn't really matter because anything you say – could be used to help people learn and to gain something, but they can also be, it could be quite damaging as well because it's kind of like, oh, look at these, like why do people still, why do people want to believe in this shit, you know, like there's no solid proof, you know what I mean? So there's both of those parties. So I think today we do enough of that ourselves, you know, I don't think we need the secret body of uh, some sort of shadow government or what have you uh, going around telling people to, keep quiet about this because it's sort of like a bit of a different world now where anything we do put out, you could easily say, well, that the proof, um, the fact that people are talking about this, uh, just makes it sound insane. And we're sort of already doing that job anyway, I think in a weird way, if that, if that sort of makes sense, sort of a bit of a ramble there, but, um, I think so anyway, I think we're already sort of doing that work. Um, and there's so much out there too now that, uh, I, I have trouble keeping across it all. There's so much, new information comes out every day. Um, there's that much out there now that it can't really be governed, I don't think. Maybe the big stuff for sure, but um, I think uh, everyone with a podcast or what have you or writing a book, it's not so much a thing anymore. I think my opinion on the Men in Black is that there's definitely more to the story. I, I don't doubt for a second uh, that some of these cases are true. Uh, I definitely think there's different levels on what these... Uh, what these people or what have these beings operate on. Um, there probably is some sort of form of actual government, like a shadow government. Maybe not even a shadow government. Maybe there's like a simple sort of government type uh, scenario where you send out unidentifiable people who can be quite intimidating uh, to sort of play into that role where it's like we're just going to threaten and scare you and kind of make it sound like you're going to report what three men in suits turned up to your house uh, no number plates on the car or what have you. It's kind of like, well, who's going to believe that? And there's that many weird reports like that now. You, you know, who's going to give a shit, you know? 
and then I suppose you can kind of go maybe a little bit more secretive and then to the point of like, what are these beings? Are they aliens? Uh, a good possibility that they are some sort of non-human entity, I think. Uh, and then there's that theory too I sort of mentioned earlier where they almost seem like they were people but they're deceased, uh, which is kind of interesting. They sort of explain the weird, um, the weird mannerisms they have. Like I've heard of people claiming that um, – men in black have like picked up a pen and uh, looked at it in such a way that they've never seen a pen before in their life, you know? So it goes so, so broad, which is so hard to sort of come on here and do a 20 minute episode about the men in black, you know? And uh, I didn't, I didn't waffle on too much about the reports because everyone sort of talks about the same reports. It's all very well documented. I sort of want to just touch on it briefly and just to kind of raise awareness of what, what does everyone actually think is going on. Do you believe that the men in black are actually a thing? If you do, what are they? Um, what obviously we kind of get the purpose of them. It's to uh, you know silence about uh, UFO sightings or what have you. Um, so, but but who who's controlling this? It doesn't seem like it's just one entity. It seems like it's very broad in that sense. But how does that all how does that all make sense then? Is it multiple? Uh, multiple pipelines with the same sort of um the same aesthetic anyway of these men in black suits kind of strange it, you know it goes it really starts it's a it's a massive head scratcher um and when i thought oh i'm going to talk about the men in black i was like oh yep talk about some reports this and that but it's actually like shit it's so much bigger than um then you sort of realize, and I've definitely had the, those thoughts before, but when you start to look at it again, you go, oh shit, like it's massive. So I'm definitely going to um, pick up some of these books, I think, and just keep doing some more digging. And if I come across anything more or I can kind of start to maybe make a bit more sense of what I think's going on, which, you know, which I throw theories out there all the time, you know, um, and I think that's good to sort of, you know, come up with your own theories from what you sort of have researched. I don't know, guys. I'm excited to go further into this and let me know because you might have had some weird, you might know someone who's known someone who's had one of these experiences or you have, maybe you're an expert on this. So please like reach out. Let me know what you guys think about the men in black because it is a massive boiling pot of just weirdness. If you enjoyed this episode, guys, um, please subscribe to the podcast. We are on every podcast hosting platform out there. So, you know, if you want to listen to us on iOS, you want to listen to us on Stitcher, uh, CastBox seems like a pretty good app. I've been checking that out a fair bit recently. Uh, pretty much everywhere, guys. We have a blog post, obviously, which is paranormalthoughtspodcast.wordpress.com. We also have some merchandise available at Teespring. Depending on when you listen to this episode, there may or may not be merch currently running. But um, get across our Facebook and Instagram, Paranormal Thoughts Podcast at Facebook, um, and the same deal with on Instagram. Um, we'll keep you up to date with all the merch that is going on at that time. Thank you so much, guys. Let me know your thoughts. I'm looking forward to catching you in another podcast episode real soon. Thanks. Bye. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. 
Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. When it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com.